Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning into the IME Podcast. My name is Dominic Kilworth, athlete, personal trainer, business owner, and personal development enthusiast. I'm joined alongside with Jackson Tippett, who is also a personal trainer, influencer, and fitness model. Together, we are your host of this podcast, where with each episode, we'll bring you an inspiring message or person to help you live your best life. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Now, let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 108 of the I Am Me podcast. It is your boy, D to the O to the M. I'm just kidding. I'm not, like, I'm not one of those. Just felt like being a little bit different. Um, apologies for the voice if you can notice it. And if I get a little bit coffee or uh, lose my voice slightly, it's because I have the Rona. Obviously, I'm kidding. Um, just got a little bit of a, a little bit of a flu, a little bit phlegmy, a little bit phlegmy, 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 phlegmy. Um, and, you know, I just firstly want to apologize for a bit of an absence in podcasts for myself personally. Jax, huge shout out to the big fella. He's been holding down the fort with some absolutely stellar high profile guests. I'm not going to lie. I don't know too many people. I only know a small handful. Um, and mine don't tend to be too much of a high profile. They just tend to be everyday people, which I like to associate myself with the quote unquote everyday person um, and get them to share their story because, you know, they're successful in living the life that they want to live. And that's what I've always wanted to showcase. But at the same time, it's always nice to hear from these people. So huge shout out to Jax. Um, yeah, just wanted to, to say thank you again, mate. So um, now that being said, in today's episode, what we're going to be speaking about, again, short, sharp ones for myself. Um, not feeling the best. I don't want to be talking too long in case I do lose my voice. Uh, and I'm also on the go, so I'm not currently home. So if there's a bit of background noise, I do apologize. But um, today's episode, we're essentially going to be talking about uh, masculine energy and feminine energy and the importance of an individual to not be a hundred percent in one area to have that even balance balance is everything in life it's the key and it's very very important to have an even kill of both male and female masculinity and those forms of energies and you know obviously i'll be speaking predominantly from a male's perspective but working with a lot of females both in my trading organization and my clients you know it's so important to have that balance of both but what's also cool is to have a quote unquote in terms of in a male's perspective to have a have a male uh, masculinity energy in a male area of your life but coming from a feminine soft approach can also be very very powerful i'm going to give you some examples of my life and how i do operate in those different energy levels so um for those who are who aren't aware uh but most of my most of the listeners on here all follow me on social media but another reason why i have taken a little bit of an absence is because i've started a new relationship which is absolutely fantastic for you guys who have been listening for a while you know i've shared the ups and downs i've shared how i've had some absolute shit runs with with relationships or 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 attempted relationships and um I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm not ashamed. I was about to say afraid and I put it together. Ashamed? Afraid? I'm not ashamed um, to say that that's the case. You know, I, I lead with my heart and sometimes that gets burnt and has, sorry, has in the past been burnt. Um, and, you know, if you haven't already listened to the podcast episode on the love languages, I do strongly recommend you go back. I think it's episode 42 from memory. Go back and listen to that. You'll, um, you'll hear and get a lot of value. And if you haven't, um, listen oh sorry read the five love languages i do strongly recommend you do that um there's the original book and there's also a book 
written for the males and also for females. So, um, you know, depending on what who you are, make sure you get get them. And I think it's really, really important because the love languages in reality are so crucial to any form of relationship. It doesn't have to be your intimate partner. You know, relationship building and building relationships with everyone around you is the key to progress and create new um, uh, interactions with people. And, you know, if you can't build a, a relationship of mutual respect or understanding or, you know, fulfillment with someone, uh, how do you expect to actually grow and continue? And in reality, when it comes to sales and any forms of business, it's just all relationship building and going out of your way to make sure you can actually find out more about them and what makes them tick. And coming from a love language perspective is really, really powerful. So um, to bring it back to the story I'm talking about, you know, I've always, um, I learned about the love languages about five or six years ago. And this will come back into the masculinity stuff. So basically, as a, from a male, to learn about love languages and learn about, you know, what it is that you actually desire in terms of those love language traits. Um, for me personally, it's it's been touch is my number one and knowing why that is is really important and also um, words of affirmation. But they sort of go hand in hand and, and they do tend to be a bit more on the common side of, of things, um, you know, and then obviously if you're, for me, if, if, if my significant other is touching, touching me, like we were sitting together on the couch, you know, maybe reading a couple of books and we're holding hands or whatever, just, you know, interlocked together, then that gives me that affirmation that I need. And they might say, she may say, I love you, or, you know, thank you for this or whatever. How's your day? You know, so there's that connection with each other, which is therefore you're spending time, which is really a close third, but it's not so much a necessity. Like I don't have to organize a date night every single, you know, once a week. It doesn't have to be like that. I just know that if I'm really in reality, if, if, if there's touch and there's connection through physical touch, that's, that's enough um, for quote unquote time together. So in, in terms of males, you know, it seems that it seems like weak for us to be able to go out there and find out about our love languages. Like, pfft, especially me growing up in, in a country rural area, like if you spoke about this growing up as a kid or, you know, just even in your early teens, you'd be like, shut up, you wanker. Like, what are you, what are you talking about all this soft shit for you pussy? And just, just little things like that. And unfortunately it's a, it's a combination of just, you know, them not understanding and also the tall poppy syndrome and you think you're better than that. And it's just, again, seem weak. It's that old school mindset. So, but understanding that like, again, even though that was seen as a a, a feminine energy thing to do, you know, working on your feminine masculinity to understand those love languages. It's become empowering, empowering, empowering. I'll get there because now I've been able to take ownership on understanding myself more, which is like a form of masculine energy. Again, can you see that? Like I've taken an approach to drop the ego, learn about something that's a bit more on the feminine side. But because I've learned it now, now when I'm having a conversation and, you know, in the lead up to um, me and, and Chloe getting together, you know, I was able to have these conversations. What's your love language? How do you operate? How do you want to feel loved? This is how I want to feel loved. This is how I want to, how I want us to connect. This is how I want us, this is what I want us to do and how we can go grow together. And then how can I do that for you? So how can you serve me and, and how can I serve you? Or this is how you can serve me and how can I serve you? That is of a masculine energy because it's dominant, it's it's you know confident, you're asserting, but not controlling. It's just about you know give and take. Can you see how that's really important to find that that nice balance, right? So, you know, it's been absolutely incredible to have that connection with Chloe because um, you know, when I look at past relationships, you know, there's probably only one other one where we had it had the same love languages, but there just wasn't 
you can have the, it's interesting. The love languages isn't the be all and end all. Very important, right? It's not the be all and end all, but it is powerful to have that in, in instant connection, right? And have that close connection on, you know, on a physical level, emotional level. But then there's that slight spiritual aspect when, which is on previous relationships. And I don't want to talk, talk anyone down, but I, it's reflecting. It's really important. Again, a male's perspective to reflect on your relationships and see the things you did wrong and you know, take out the things you did right and making sure that you don't take yourself into the new, your old self into the new relationship is really important because otherwise you're just going to keep end up getting the same results. Now that reflection just in general from male, just to reflect upon your past relationships, soft things, you know, what did, was I loving enough? Was I caring enough? That seem again as weak, but it's not. Understand there is a male energy. There's a masculine energy um, aspect to it. Once you learn and understand it, but you have to drop the ego, focus a little bit on your feminine energy, and then therefore create that foundation to move forward. You know, so this is really important for the males out there to listen to this because, again, it goes against our normal nature. I understand that. Um, so you know, be able to reflect and and every every relationship that I've been in previously, I can really understand. You know, people are either in your life for a reason or a season, you know, and all those previous ones were in there for a, a reason. You know, one led me into bodybuilding. One led me into um, uh, finding you know, like a new network of people. Another one just let me, let me into or let me into understanding how I actually want to be treated. One was like, showed me that I got to stop changing myself because I kept changing myself for them instead of presenting myself as this is who I am and you need to love me. If not, then back the fuck away so you can see again it takes time it's just like business opportunities or going through business um adventures you don't know what works until you've experienced them and then you learn and then you fine tune as you progress so spending the last five or six years on personal development honing in you know what my limiting beliefs are what i need to focus on um you know the lessons that i've learned fine tuning things focusing on my subconscious mind learning how to love another learning more importantly how to love myself it's cliche as fuck, but you know, you will never be able to receive the love that you desire until you can first achieve and receive that love within yourself. So essentially learning to love yourself and fulfilling yourself in those needs that you would think you would need for someone else will then help you receive what it is, what you want in from another partner it doesn't seem to make sense. It's hard to cognitively associate yourself with that statement to love yourself first before you can love another. But it's so goddamn true. I needed to fully learn first to identify what it is that I want, how I want to be felt, like how I want to feel, how I want to feel when that person's not around, how do I want to connect with that person, what kind of drive and ambition, you know, do we want collectively, how can I support, like how can I be supported by someone, what are those things that I desire, once you clearly identify those things you desire, you may not be able to achieve all of it yourself, but 90% of those things that you're looking for, you will find within yourself and you learn to a apply those into your own life. Therefore, when you find it, your walls are not raised and you don't need that significant other or that person that's looking to be in a relationship with you to climb those walls. Because when that happens, one of two things, generally when on a male's perspective, if they see a girl's walls, they'll either be like, no, this is too hard and they'll, they'll just won't even bother 
And it can work in females as well. But again, I'm just speaking from a male's perspective. And the secondary one, I'll be like, the guy will like the challenge. They'll want the challenge. So they'll climb those walls. As they climb those walls, you then begin to slightly change because you're not coming from a defensive mindset, you know, in terms of you need to prove to me why we should be together. And then as that happens, your walls lower. You then change who you are slightly as the walls lower. And then, you know, some guys, when they achieve that and they get through, then they move on because that, that was just a game for them. As sad as it is, it is what it is. Whereas if you come from a standpoint of like, this is who I am, this is how I want to be loved, your walls are lowered. It's like, come, see, this is it. Take me as I am. If not, then move the fuck on. And it comes from such a powerful standpoint because it's already you who you are. And I know I've been there. It's easier said than done. I've been there where I've been a different person, try to fake who I am, to try to think that's what this person wants. When in reality, no, you've got to understand what you want. How do you want to be treated? And then be able to, like I said, learn to love yourself first, learn to understand what makes you tick, what, how you really want to be treated. And then when you have that clear um, identification of that, you'll be very surprised who just ends up walking into your life. And also when you have that deep understanding of yourself, it then becomes an understanding on a spiritual and energy-based level. So coming back to, to Chloe, you know, when I, when I met her, it's it's un, it's ritual fuck it's literally surreal to be able to explain i don't want to make this too much about like me and you know the the relationship but i'm just bringing it back as points of reference for you to understand cuz i'd also listen to tony robbins and he spoke about um him and his partner and his current partner his wife it's not his first wife i think it's his second or maybe third but um he did all that understanding made the identification of what he wanted and even then he wrote down key attributes of what he wanted looks, personality, ambition, you know, energy levels, all that kind of stuff. Just made a really in detailed list of the perfect person. Weirdly enough, again, when you write things down, you know, it doesn't happen straight away, but more often than not, you end up having um, people come into your life that have those needs and requirements. And anyway, he went on a second or third date, realized that this this girl was the one, showed her the list, and it was apparently it was she said it was just goosebumps. Ridiculous. Um, it was exactly who she was. So when I had that clear identification of understanding of how I want to be loved, and then you know I thought about the perfect person, had that within my mind, affirmed it, affirmed it, affirmed it. Um, you know, I then it, it's just crazy because when I first saw Chloe at um at night quarter, which is just like a little music festival thing. I was, she hadn't even seen me. And I was so drawn to her. I was fixated. I had this weird, compelling energy saying that I need you in my life. Now I didn't know where she was at. I didn't know what was going on. You know, I just had this incredible draw, draw to her. I was drawn to her and I needed to speak to her. And so, you know, I guess long story short, we had that chat, we had the conversation and then we just hit it off. Absolute connection on multiple levels. It was fucking incredible. And it just felt like, we had previously been together in another life because after the first conversation, the first time we spent, we spent like six hours together at a music festival, not even in the festival part, it's out the back talking. And, you know, the connection was like, bang, 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 more and more, just got more in depth. It felt like I'd already known, as I said, for multiple years. And I'm big on like that you like reincarnate, come from another life, another realm. And I felt like in a previous lifetime, we'd been together. And it's like our energies had been in, in line and we were forced to put ourselves into that, into each other's lives. Now, again, I didn't know that we were going to be um, a couple or whatnot. You don't know when you're in that situation, but it's like, I just need this person in my life. But it literally was, again, as cliche as it sounds, it was like love at first sight. Absolutely crazy. You hear it on the movies, you don't think it's possible in reality, but it was just like bang, love at first sight. The connection was there. 
So, you know, I'm so internally grateful for that because now we look at where it's moved down the track. You know, it's been a, a few months now and um, this connection's getting even stronger. The bond's incredible. And, you know, that really comes back to, again, on a male's perspective, because I was able to release the ego, focus on a bit of feminine energy, feminine masculinity, and be able to analyze where I went wrong, analyze things that needed to be changed in my life, analyze what I truly want. Therefore, I was able to receive it. Now, coming back to masculine and feminine energy, you know, on a female's perspective, right, I've got to work with a lot of females in my trading organization. Prime example is Jess. I've done a lot of podcasts with Jess. Uh, two stories so far, but we've done, we do our Facebook lives and we spoke about this, you know, Jess at the moment is absolutely killing it in investing. She's killing it in the trading game. She's one of my she's one of my best students. Picked it up one of them the fastest. Had no prior um, trading history or anything like that. Just was bang bang bang. Good student. Just followed the process. And you know, just by her being in this field, markets, stock markets, investing, crypto, foreign currencies, it is such a male dominated or perceived as a male dominated industry. So for her, she had to again like get uncomfortable. Focus on some masculine energy, have the commitment, have the drive, have the ambition to be like, no, fuck this. Even though she was nervous and she says that, I was like, and had some doubts. She's like, no, I'm going to push through because she's had a level of personal development. She pushed through, made the decision to jump into the deep end and had a crack at it. And now she's dominating. She's hustling. She's bringing in other dudes to focus on, on this as well. And she's just basically stepped out of her feminine energy, stepped into some masculine energy and attacked it. But what's also really cool is when she talks about her business, talks about investing, talks about um, you know the opportunities involved in what she does. She does it from a feminine approach. It's soft. It's you know it's calm. It's like I'm doing this because I, I want to be able to um, bring my my fly in fly out partner home full time, or bring him home so he doesn't have to work anymore. Like it's it's an approach. It's on a feminine side. You know, so this particular topic could be delved and deep dived a lot more in terms of how to best get involved your masculine energy and feminine energy and whatnot in different areas. But I really just wanted to touch on those two examples because that is a really good prime example of how it should be. Again, a male's perspective. So me, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I absolutely, I lead with love. It's not something traditionally that males will do. Has it burnt me? Yes, that's fine. But I learn from those times that it's happened, right? And so when you lead with love, right, it's like I love my partner to bits. She's amazing. Chloe is incredible. I'll do absolutely anything for her. I'm a big softy when it comes to her, not afraid to admit it, right? Absolutely love affection, love cuddles, love time together, hold hands, want to, you know, all that kind of jazz. But it's like, if someone was to step up into what we have here, you know, I'm going to be arcing up and I'm going to be fighting for my rights and fighting for like our relationship. Be like, no, this isn't right. And also because I know how she needs to be filled and how fulfilled and how she likes to be loved. It's a masculine way for me to be able to like, no, this is how my partner wants to be loved and appreciated and recognized. So I'm going to fucking do it. Can you see again, that balance in between both? You know, another prime example, because, and I don't want to make this too political, but with what's going on in world events at the moment, unfortunately, in my opinion, we, the reason why it is where it is, is because there's been too many males who have gone too far when it comes into the feminine side of things. They've gotten too soft. They no longer, you know, lead their family. They're no longer the quote unquote breadwinner in that, in that sense, in that regard of being able to fight for your rights, put food on the table for your family, instead of they're easy just to conform 
to you know fold back. Back in the day when we had men out in the military, they had to go fight for their country and you know go through the hard yards, be away from their family for long periods of time, serve. It was a different state. It was a different mentality of a male individual. Whereas now it's completely different. And because we've got a generation of soft males, and I apologize if this is hurting you and you're feeling this, but that's the reason why we're in the position globally we are. If we had more males that would stand up for their rights, stand up for what they believe in, stand up for who they think they can be and actually fulfill it, I generally feel like we'll have a different. Now, again, men is just a stereotype for this particular emotion, but it goes across the board for all males and females. You know, with me right now, I have that dominant, I can basically switch from love and empathy into dominance and aggressiveness in a positive sense in terms of asserting what I believe in with global events as a prime example. And I'll stand up for it. I'll go through confrontation. I'm not afraid of confrontation. It's that masculine energy. Yes, there's that bit of that, you know, um, ego involved in it because I do strongly believe in this. So, but then if I'm, if I'm having a conversation with someone who may be like, okay, I agree with what you're saying, but, you know, or sorry, I don't agree with what you're saying, but tell me why you think you think. And then it's like lower, lowering those those um, masculine energies, shifting into some more feminine energy and having an actual conversation. Because at the moment, we've got quite extremists where there's a lot of people to the one side, a lot of people to the other side, anti and pro, right? So again, I'm not going to make this too much political, but just being able to focus in your day-to-day life, how much time do you spend in one energy and how much time do you spend in the other energy? And have a bit of time in both because it's important. It's very, very important. And if you're finding that, you know, you can't find a partner out there, or you're still single, or you've gone from relationship to relationship, put my fucking hand up. I've done that. Because for me as well, with my connection with my mum, predominantly growing up as a single um, single child and just having a strong female influence in my life being my mum, and, you know, f- sisters and whatnot, I have a heavy female influence growing up. I sought out, I needed someone there. I needed an, a, a figure there all the time that was female because I attached myself to them. And that would be coming from the wrong precedence because then when someone was like, I was always seeking a relationship, seeking a relationship, right? And then when I found one, I attached myself to them and I thought I couldn't be happy unless I had that significant other in my life. Where that's, again, it's coming from the wrong premise. As soon as I realized and detached myself from that need, and then it became like a, a desire for when it was the right time so essentially you know i wasn't even looking for a relationship when i walked into that little um, night quarter event yeah wasn't had no intention of going either i booked the ticket the night before she wasn't even going to show up she decided last minute she was going to go fate whatever you want to call it but our alignment was put together and i'm very grateful that happened but understanding again i just feel like if i was still the same person i was two or three years ago i may have still ran into it but I may have not been ready to see her and appreciate her and actually generally have that connection because I may have come across differently. Like I need you in my life. I want you in my life. You're supposed to be mine. Let's go. Come on, let's go. That's like, that's essentially the the energy that I was putting off back in that time. So if you're listening to this and you are struggling, like I said, that's fine. Understand we're all going through it and everyone's been through it at some point and, or you got your significant other at the moment and you're lacking that connection. You're getting a little bit of stagnation um, and you, you can't really fulfill each other, fulfill each other's needs, you know, in the way that you thought, or, you know, the, this, like I said, the, the initial sparks weared off, you know, there's many ways that you can do that. And that's just getting back to your love languages, how you can fulfill that person, talk, communicate, communication is key for everything, business relationships and everything in life. So again, like I said, um, if you're if you're struggling, go back listen to the love languages in terms of connection with another, um, and do do a little bit of research on, on on feminine and masculine energy, and females. Like I said, spend a bit of time in the male energy department, and males spend a bit of time in the female department. 
Anyway, guys, I'm going to finish the episode up there. Short, sharp. I hope you enjoyed that one. A little bit different. Stay tuned for the next um, next episode because I'm going to be speaking uh, about a bit more about trading. There's been some awesome developments there and a new method of trading. If you haven't, go check out my Instagram. Um, but other than that, I love each and every one of you. Thank you very much for listening. And remember, be the change that you want to see in this world. Bye for now.